0: Hello, this is Maurice Harker. For almost 20 years, we've been building a team of hundreds of clinicians, coaches, mentors, and people just like you who have discovered and love to teach life-changing principles. Our coaches have made a special investment to make sure you can hear these messages. You will hear stories of triumph and healing from specialists and people having a real life just like you. We hope to increase your awareness that you are not alone, and there are so many others who are enlisted in this work to train and heal the whole family. You will find these principles are an amazing synergy of the most accurate cutting-edge science with familiar gospel principles. We are passionate eternal warriors, and we hope you will join us.
1: Welcome to the Life Dragons Today Fight podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm here with some eternal warriors coaches, these wonderful gals that I'm just so grateful I get to Meet with them every other week and create a podcast for you about Eternal Warrior Principles Found in the Like Dragons to They Fight book by Maurice Harker. If you are aware, we have training and healing for the whole family at Life Changing Services, and we offer so many programs for at so many levels for addiction recovery, for self-mastery, for increasing our, yeah, even just... In no matter what program you're in, I guess I should say, there's a huge increase in your spiritual discernment because of your, you're applying these eternal warrior principles. So I hope that these coaches episodes are useful to you. The reason that we're doing these is so that you will have a taste, a little taste of eternal warrior principles and that you will feel inspired to take a class, an Eternal Warriors class, or, or check out and have a consultation with one of us Eternal Warrior coaches and set up a meeting to talk to us and then have some personal coaching with us about these Eternal Warrior principles. I think you've heard us say more than one time that it's super hard to see yourself clearly especially when you think i'm here and i'd love to get over there a little bit higher level but i i have this pattern this cycle and it's hard for me to see why i do the things i do it's hard for me to to protect myself from kind of the funny things i find myself doing and, and thinking and the results that i wish i had it isn't really coming to fruition that's what we do we're super good at that. We're super good because we've applied these principles for so long at noticing and discerning just how helpful it is to have a mentor and a guide. And so we invite you to find us at lifechanging servicesorg Under the support and training tab, just look for coaches. All right. So here I'm with Rosalind. Markel and Kelly. I can't even remember if i said that or not yet because I've said so many words. And so usually when we start our recordings for these podcasts, I'll say, okay, ladies, this is our topic. What do you think, coaches? This is our topic. What have you thought of? Let's all discuss it before we get started. But I've noticed this pattern that we talk about some amazing things while we're just discussing what we're going to discuss. So Today, Rosalind started saying, because I asked that question, she started saying, and I said, no, wait, stop. Let's just hurry and have a prayer that the Spirit will guide us, which Kelly said. And um so grateful for how we're led in these episodes that we do together by the Spirit. So I'm just going to open that back up with that question. But today, our topic is a warrior's prayer, and there is a specific warrior's prayer that is in you know what i'm not certain if it's in the like dragons they fight book do you ladies know you don't think it is they're all shaking their head i've only seen it on the website okay race's writings yeah so we're going to read that to you here in a minute but we want to talk to you more about our thoughts about a warrior's prayer so Rosalind. What were you gonna share? I love the movie War Room about
2: a woman realizing finally that she can make war on Satan. And she wrote a book called Fervent. And it says, A woman's battle plan for serious, specific, and strategic prayer. And that's what we are teaching is that kind of prayer. And she opens her book with this quote from the Two Towers, The Lord of the Rings. Theoden says, I will not risk open war. And Aragorn says, open war is upon you, whether you would risk it or not. And I think that's our message, is that we are at war. And the sooner we realize it and really take it seriously and know that we have a general we can go to every day and throughout the day to give us very specific help to fight that war.
1: And such a blessing to know that. Wow. That movie, War Room, is an incredible movie. I'll say it's slow because some people say, What is she saying? I've said that in classes, and they're like, What's the movie? And it's War, W-A-R, War Room. And it's by the Kendrick Brothers, Christian film. It's just an incredible message of going to war against the real enemy instead of seeing what the adversary wants us to see as our enemy, you know, ourselves, our husband child just and then taking that battle to the lord and fighting with the with him so just because that, that movie is so cool yeah make sure you don't
2: watch the war room the one with the word "the" in front of it is a totally different movie <laughs> this is just war room i started the other one i thought this isn't what they were talking about so
1: war room that's good. No, I didn't even know there was a the war room, but that totally makes sense. You would look that up. Yeah. Kelly, I know you love that movie.
3: I did love that movie. And I have taken on Mary. My bedroom is my war room. My, this is where I study my scriptures, where I say my prayers, where I do my lots of Bible analysis. This is even where, where I bring others of my clients into this special dedicated room where we battle and yeah it's awesome
4: i i love kelly that you have feel like your your room is where you pray you know it's your war room where you go to god with your battles and that was one thing that really stood out to me in the movie as well when somebody was looking at this house they were going to sell where i think the husband had prayed in there a lot the man that went in there he's like wow he could really set it, that there had been prayers set there and i think pray with real intent with purpose those are really powerful to help us fight our battles and where we can see those miracles that mercies come into our lives mm-hmm. and i a- and loves knowing that the Lord is there, and that
1: He does hear and answer our prayers. That's so good, you know what that's true. The woman in the movie was a Christian woman coming into another Christian woman's home who she wanted to she wanted to sell her house and While she was going around looking at her home that she was going to help her sell, she showed her a closet in a bedroom and because the realtor was a Christian. She said, there's something really special about that room. I'm just not sure what it is. And so, yeah, the woman, older, she's an older woman. I think her name's Clara or Claire. Not sure. Anyway, she, yeah, she, she said, well, that's my war room, right? And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk today about our experience with a warrior's prayer and it's pretty I think I bet that each one of us approaches that in a different way and I I'm going to really like with you listeners I just think it's going to be fun to notice how this is different for all of us and how wonderful that is because a lot of times we hear something new and we're like well if you just tell me exactly what I need to do then I'll just do that but that's not really how our spiritual life's work, right? We each have our own spiritual language, our own relationship with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And uh, we're in different stages of that relationship with them. It grows over time. But yeah, whatever you hear today on our episode, I hope that you'll take and personally apply. And just with a prayer first to ask That the Lord help you find your way of praying like a warrior or a warrior's prayer. So I guess that's what I would pose to you coaches here. And of course, I trust you enough and your awesome experience and hearts to just go wherever you want to. But maybe that's a question and it is, what does that mean to you personally? Having a warrior's prayer or a warrior's prayer. But first, we're just going to read the one that Maurice wrote that I know a lot of, well, a lot of the men that I have met who are in the Men of Moroni program say that this is one of the things they've memorized that has helped them so much when they are trying, they're spinning or starting to get off. And they know that on the chemical scale, I need to take action. And get back to a level zero where I'm whole brained and can build a spirit. Otherwise, I will be vulnerable. And so they have memorized this prayer and use it as part of their, excuse me, as part of their drills and their spiritual practice to get back to a level zero. So I'm just going to share the screen. And I wonder, Kelly, would you just read it to us?
3: I'd love to. Thank you. Father, please grant me an increase in the spirit of discernment so I will recognize satanic attacks in time to win each battle. Father, please help me to observe, discern, and understand the attacks and fighting methods Satan will try on my mind, heart, and spirit. Help me to discover and develop techniques and weapons sufficiently effective to win the battles that will come my way Please fill me with the desire to work hard, to train, to become stronger, faster, and more precise with these techniques and weapons, sufficient to win the battles. Please help me to remember why I am fighting and why I am trying so hard, so I will be filled with the motivation and courage necessary to protect my life, my wife, my children, and our freedom.
2: I found it. It's in, it is in the book, like dragons do they fight on pages 88 and 89. So that prayer is in the book. So if you get the book, you got it. That's excellent. Oh,
3: good, good finding. Ros. Uh, is that the second edition of the book?
2: This is edition two. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Cause it's not in my
1: edition. Really? Oh, okay. Good, good. Good to know. So yeah, there's an updated version of the Like Dragons book. So if you've had your Like Dragons book for a really long time, probably need to get another one if you want the updated version. Good, good point, Kelly. No, well that's gonna be my I need updated version. Yeah, <laughs> oh. absolutely. But isn't that a powerful prayer? One of the things I like about it is it is a it's a prayer for assistance. It's not a prayer for help me, right? There's a lot of intention in it. I intend to do things. I have a desire to become something, to accomplish something. I'm using my agency, but I'm enlisting the help of a higher, someone smarter than me, stronger than me, who can strengthen me and help me to remember in my human experience when I often forget, what I really care deeply about and then get myself into some trouble. Yeah, I like that there's a lot of strong intention in there.
3: And now that when I first started recognizing the fact that we do have a powerful enemy and that we do better when we remember why we fight, I love that that's part of the prayer. Help me remember why I am fighting this problem. Part of, the, part of my morning prayers every day and and it's everyday heavenly father help me remember why i want to be kind what why i need to be kind because when i'm tired and i'm you know in a in a circumstance that sometimes it's easy to get snarky with people i want to remember why it is i want to be kind and and so that's that's been an intention that I've been able to gain through these principles that we learn and have incorporated in my my daily prayers because it's it's a daily battle with me that the wanting to bite people's heads out of it.
1: <laughs> That's so good. good. Yeah, you know, just this morning, I was working on a warrior's prayer In my letter to God. And I didn't even remember or connect that that was going to be our topic today. And so I think that's cool that that's something I was working on this morning. And so in my relationship, especially significant relationships like with my husband, oftentimes I'll find myself feeling the same way that I felt in my 20s. And now I'm in my 50s, right? And so I think, hey, wait a minute. I thought I'd grown up from that point. I thought, I thought I was better and bigger and done with that. I thought I worked a lot on those things, and but still, I'm going there again. And so I, I've just been struggling. And so this morning in my prayer, first I expressed, it was like, I'm still suffering in the same ways. I'm noticing that I'm still suffering in the same ways. So I'll just share a little bit. I won't read it verbatim, but from my... Letter to God this morning in my journal. I'm still suffering in the same way, and then I, I I listed all of my feelings and where I find myself. Some of the things I said were words like selfish, childish, lonely, things like that. And that what I want to do, what I desire to be, is feel things like reaching first, loving at a high level with an attitude of wanting to serve. You know and honor somebody else's agency and to see them like you see them. And then I said, yeah, but you know, I still, I get this outside the spirit God gave me instead of a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind, I get spinning into fear. And so just expressing, I would like to heal this. And I said, I want to become a new creature right there. But And then I told him, I don't think, I can't even imagine, even though I would love it, but I can't imagine that you're just going to come and say, Ta da, you're a new creature because now you're 50 and you're 20 over there and you've done a lot of work. We'll just take that from you. Instead, I said, I believe, I believe that thou wants me to learn to go, to do something, to build something, to search around and search myself and to be vulnerable and to feel scared and to feel awkward. That's what I imagine you would like me to do. And, and I also think that thou wants me to become something, become more of someone, become more like my savior. And I expect that thou also wants me to reach for thee more and connect. With my savior specifically to heal and to get help. There's still things for me to learn there until I'm safely dead. And it's so hard. And, but I'm, I want this. I'm determined. And, you know, my question was help me to know my, what it is that I'm doing right now that's blinding me. So that was my question today. Just give me the one thing that helped me to see the one thing that I'm blind in here so I can know a better first step. Wow. That is so beautiful and so
2: transparent, Given. And I think it's so helpful for those of us who are a little behind you and who learned from you to see, you know, we still, it's okay if we're still see that we're struggling in some areas and that we need that help. And I think I'm going to need it my whole life long, like you said, till we're safely dead. But how beautiful that we can be that specific to Heavenly Father. Just tell me one thing I can
1: fix. I I need something specific. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so big. Like, And especially when you get to that place of fear or that cycle place, because that's what makes us crazy in our life, if you ask me. And it is the place that Satan hooks in the most because he knows. I know the trauma of their life. I know the story of their life. I know all of the triggers, all of the things that will get them to be spinning or hurt or sad or lonely or feeling selfish or childish. I know what those things are. And so I wait and I just just wait really slowly and I'm super, I'm super what? What's the word? Sneaky or watchful.
0: I'm
1: very, yeah, sneaky and watchful and Anyway, I'm waiting for for this opportunity to come in and, and say it in a way that just, man. And anyway, so I get back to that place. I know because I'm a human girl and I've coached enough people and worked with enough women that I think this is where everybody struggles the most is the place where we have deep wounds that are filing cabinet in our brain. Sends alarms up, right? Like, you're unsafe, you could die, something's coming to hurt you, you should run, you should quit, you should stop trying, because are you dumb or something? You just keep trying. Like, literally, I had the question, this is really not a very, but I I said, here's the satanic thought I'm having. I have identified several, but one of them was, where is my let's try to remember it because I can't find it because it was one of those pages that you don't want people to find so you rip it out because you're like that's that's the one that I was really saying some stuff on you know because yeah. I was trying to get to the bottom of stuff so I was so I was saying this is what I'm thinking this is the way that makes me feel and these are the thoughts I'm having but one of them was which kind of misery is better that was the question mm-hmm. which kind of misery is better The kind of misery where you try your guts out and get the same result that is sad, or the kind of misery where you know you could be trying and you just don't. Which one is better? That's the satanic thought I'm having. And so, yeah. But when I wrote my letter and I turned to the scriptures to find some hope and I listened to some neat things while I got ready for the day, I just thought, you know what? I do want to be more like Jesus. I do. I do. That is my desire. But oh, it's so hard. Sometimes you just feel so selfish and childish and just validated in your own fear. So,
3: you scriptures are my absolute favorite turn to when I'm in that kind of place.
0: Mm-hmm. I
3: just got through doing that. You know, we all did. And I don't know when this podcast will be coming out, but last week's Come Follow Me when we were studying all the trials that Joseph went through. keeps thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, he's, he's lost his mother to childbirth. His brothers all hate him. He's just trying to share his testimony that he has this amazing dream that the Lord's given him and they throw him in a pit and expect him to, you know, be killed and he gets sold as a slave but you know you're just like and and then it says and the lord was with him and and you're like i don't think he thought that the lord was with him during all of this stuff you know he's just trying to do what's right but it just just going through that process you know i could kind of go through my own trials that i've had in my life it's so good to remember when we were in worse situations than we're in right now, you know, or maybe not worse, but in situations that are messy. And, you know, hindsight, you can see all through the experience where the Lord was with you, you know, helping you. And I just love that the scriptures do that for us to help us to see. Yeah, life is messy but I am with you. I'm always with you. I'm there to help you. And I'm sure that Joseph had some pretty stinky days. I'm sure he did, but he was able to see and to hang fast to those promises that the scriptures are just full of promises for us as we go through our trials and our temptations and our difficult days it's just yeah love 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 the scriptures
2: i love it in Oh, so good oh go ahead Markel. Go. you can go go first i I was, I was thinking about ephesians where paul is telling us to put on the whole armor of god and the scripture is ephesians 6 11, where he says put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil And we always talk about how he's trying to steal our identity. And I think I love the part where he says, put on, have your loins girt about with the, with truth. And that truth that we get when we're praying, because we start out saying, dear father, that just helps just reinforce who we, who we are. We're his children and he's our loving father. And I just love that plea to put on that armor. Every day starting with prayer. Remember who you are and who I am and I can help you. Ah,
1: it's so good. And I'm just because you said loins girt with truth, I just have to say I learned about that and I was like, there you go. Thank you for that. So good. Cause it applies to this so much. Cause I was like, you know, you kind of think loins girt with truth, because we think loins is like be sexually pure. Do I mean do something like, you know, because it's around your waist, but as I researched it, a loin cloth back in the day when Jesus was on earth is a very long piece of cloth. What it does, because they have those long robes, but there's plenty of work they have to be doing, right? And so they pull up the the long cloth that they have down by their legs to do their work and the loin cloth is tied around all of that cloth that they pull up to keep it so their legs can work right so they can do their work and so it's tied and keeps that there and it's you know often the thing that maybe you see like in the Jesus videos he's like Jesus walking with this long dress on and then he's got this thing around his shoulder that's really long that's what that is and, and so when it's time to work, when we're, t- when we're ready to go do something that's going to take some effort, we have our loins skirt with truth. Ellie? Well, I also
3: did a study on that when we were doing the New Testament because I was teaching primary kids at the time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to know what that meant. It's also what they would do so that they would prepare for battle, that they couldn't they would trip over those robes. Yeah. If they didn't gird up their loins, that's what it means to gird up your loins is to pull up that dress and tie that belt and be ready for battle. Oh, I, so it's I, like, such that. A, I like that better. Okay. Yeah. But you have to work to be ready for battle. So I think we both have a, a really great point, but I loved, I loved that visual too. And I'm so glad you brought that up because truth Once you know the truth, it's much easier to move forward and go to battle and say, not today, Satan, not with me. Yeah.
1: So, so good and so fun to consider that, yeah, warrior prayer comes from a place of humility when you're ready to go to battle for real, right? Like, Lord, I can't do this. Can't do it. I can't do it by myself. I've been trying to do it by myself again. No wonder I'm so miserable. You know, I just thought I was really smart, and now I'm finding that I'm in a little deeper than I thought I was because I'm having these kinds of thoughts. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm girt with truth. I'm ready to go into battle. Here, here we go. Now I'm ready to. Strategize with you with the warrior's prayer. Markel, you had something. Yeah, I love
4: this, all of it. And as I reflected on Joseph's story last week as well, it was very, you know, it really made me do some deep dives because I can relate some and that I feel like, you know, I'm excluded often or left out or, and, you know, Satan likes to really try to get me with that. And one thing that I really thought very profound with the story of Joseph was it goes along with a quote that I got from Elder Christopherson from October. And it says, as we abide in God's love, we depend less and less on the approval of others to guide us. And it really felt like Joseph really abided in the, you know, his love for God, keeping those covenants. He did everything he could. And as he did that, he was able to survive and make it through these really hard things because he wasn't relying on the approval of others. He definitely was getting the approval of many, right? At times. And so I think that's so powerful. And the, oh, the other thing that I also like to do when I'm praying is I like to pray that the angels will watch over us knowing that, you know, we cannot do these things alone. And as we fight our battles every day, I pray that the angels will watch over us. And I have parents that are on a mission right now and try every day, please, you know, bless the angels if they'll help them. And, you know, I've had a couple of times where I didn't do that. And I thought, oh, they're good. I think one day I even thought that and they had something happen. And I was like, ah, I've got to remember every day, you know, so that they have that extra strength and protection and uh, I love that we can you know call on those angels to help us I think that was one of Elder Holland's talks where he encouraged us to call upon their help and knowing that we don't have to fight these battles alone we've got the Lord and we have many others who are there to help us so good
1: yeah you know how when you're in war you have to bring some righteous anger to war, right? You, you can't just battle like, hello, I'm a sunshine angel and you're there wanting to kill me. I never, ever have strong feelings, right? I just really feel so loving and church lady-ish all the time, right? That's not real. And so one of the things I've recognized in a warrior's prayer is we have to get real. And in order for me to get real, I have to do a lot of work on a piece of paper that I'm not going to have in my journal. So I have a separate journal just for that kind of work. And that's one of the things I'm going to be praying for today is where did that paper go that I can't find that has all that stuff on there I wouldn't want anyone else to see. Right? Oh, Lord. Hey, I got to find that paper. Where is that paper? So yeah, but anyway, I just think that God doesn't, a lot of times we separate ourselves from God and don't think he's going to help us because we have really strong feelings and very naughty thoughts that sound like, I don't really want to try. Do I have to do hard things, right? I don't really like that person, you know, that kind of thing. We have to, I've just, I used to avoid addressing those kinds of things in myself, but I think that's part of the battle is exposing the enemy to get, to see him more clearly is to get him on a piece of paper, you know? So on a piece of paper, I will, when I'm saying I'm going to war, I'm ready. My loincloths, like we are all tied up and we're ready to go. And I've got my helmet's and my, I'm getting it all, but I do want to fight. I don't want to be in this miserable place. And so I do a lot of work to remember, okay, I have some intention, but I need some help because I'm, I'm really getting lost. But yeah, I, half of my paper is just about what am I feeling? What are my feelings? What do my feelings feel like? What am I hearing? What are the thoughts I'm having? On the other half of the paper, and then i ask myself how do those thoughts make me feel cuz that helps me to say well it makes me feel like that and then i kind of play it out so if if i act on those feelings what kind of result am i going to get you know it just helps me to to reveal the enemy where he wants to take me to this lone and dreary awful miserable pit right where i'm I'm right and you're wrong and all of that and but then nothing grows everything gets stinky and moldy and I get even more miserable because not only am I having this circumstance I'm also resisting I'm letting Satan separate me from God so I can't find his love can't find his help yeah if I'm also not saying but I want to be I want to follow the Savior. I want to be like him. So I do want to fight. And I I want to be able to win this with all that light and all his love. Because if I just isolate and say I'm right and I'm done, then Satan just eats me alive. Satan is ruthless that way.
4: And, you know, one thing I, this past week, because I've been reflecting on some things, is I had some... Satanic attacks is I really had to remember I am a disciple of Christ. I am striving to do what the Lord wants. I am a lawyer. I'm fighting for truth and righteousness. And I just really had to call those lies out. And and I had to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or who excludes me. I'm doing what the Lord wants and I'm where he wants me. And I'm going to keep fighting. And I just keep praying that he'll. Guide me and direct me where he wants me to be because I feel like I'm where he wants me to be. You know what I mean? And so I did have a little bit of a pity party and then I journaled and for me to exposing those lies. And sometimes I think it's okay to take a moment to feel those feelings and just let them be raw and real and pour your heart out to the Lord that, man, this really stinks. What am I supposed to be learning from? this pattern that keeps showing up over and over in my life. And then I really stepped into that warrior power because I, and I had a warrior prayer, you know, Heavenly Father, remember I am fighting for you. I'm fighting as a disciple of Christ. And I've just really had to anchor in that, say it over and over every day, all throughout the day, so that I can remember what I'm fighting for, who I am and what I stand for. And that I am here to fight the battles of truth. Just ah so
2: so inspiring. Thank you. I want to be in the ranks next to you guys. That's Me right.
3: too. <laughs> I think we are. I think that's what we're doing today, aren't we? Fighting together, helping others right. join our ranks.
1: Yeah. But it is. It's such a this is one of the strengths of joining a team. Like, you know, getting in a group is, you know, here's Yeah. In our group coaching, we experience like, here's the topic, throwing it out there, right? Here's the topic. And how are you working on that? What's, what is it like for you? And then somebody kind of really going there and everybody being like, okay, now I'm really applying this to me, trying to figure this out. And then a discussion ensues and a a lot of Amazing things can happen, not just for one person, but for, yeah, for so many people, because I think that's one of the ways that Heavenly Father meant us to fight was together, never isolated, because he knew when you fight together, you see me like God. You find God better because everybody's trying to seek for their answers and revelation is scattered among us right and then also it helps you see you more clearly if Roseone tells me about her stuff and i hear her what she's doing over there in her warrior battles and her prayers and what it looks like for her to do things and if i hear Kelly tell me about what her room is for her and what that means to her and what she does in there And if I hear, you know, Markel saying some of the things in her life that she's working on and struggling with and that she she has to have a pity party, that she has to feel her feelings, right? I'm like, oh, anyway, throughout it all, I'm seeing myself more clearly. And so I just know God means for us to fight together.
4: And Karen, I even probably the past two weeks, I had the satanic attack. If that's what I'm calling it. Oh, you, you don't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not helping you anymore. And I was like, now wait a minute here. I'm like, no, wait, that's helping. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's definitely a lie. And I, I'm glad I caught that because I was like, whoa, okay, that was exposed. And so I'm going to just keep fighting and reaching out because that is what I need. And I am approving because it is exposing. And also I'm being vulnerable. And I find when I'm vulnerable and it's exposing more things that I didn't think was a problem. And so it's helping me actually do a deeper dive to work on those weaknesses that I have and the struggles that I have so that they can become strengths. So instead of me running from it, which is what Satan would like me to do. and I feel like sometimes I'm going to face that and I'm going to keep working on it a little at a time. And hopefully with the Lord's help, I will move through those. And I know I will. Some things take longer than others. It's okay, but this is working. I am facing things. Things are hard. And when I am vulnerable, it is exposing things that I didn't know were there. And that is what I want because that's where I could do that healing work and make the progress that i need rather than being stuck
1: yes oh and that's why it's so scary to do spiritual battling because if, yeah. you, if you're going to spiritual battle what kind of vulnerability do you have to come up with it's huge Rosalind so stretching her arms out in her video yeah as far as they'll go yeah and
3: yeah yeah kelly Uh, I was just going to tell Markel, I can't even tell you how many battles that I've had over. Okay, this, I need to stay here with my team. And then it's, oh my gosh, how much more time do I have in my, you know, do I really have time for this? I have, I I have decided that every time Satan tries to tell me I don't have time, that that is absolutely when I'm going to turn around and say, get thee behind me because the Lord has given me all the time that I need to do what I'm supposed to do. And But that's been my clue. Oh, he's telling me I don't have time. I'm under attack again. Or I don't need to be at this team meeting because he doesn't want me there. It's my big clue. And then I I love to stick it in Satan's face. I love to be the crusher. I really do. And so I will give myself an extra. An extra 20 minutes in the scriptures just to say, take that, Satan. You know, I <laughs> Karen was saying sometimes you have to get your. Fresh courage, take, you know, you have to get your your rare chemistry going. That's what I do. I'm like, yeah, no, mm. you're telling me I have time for this. I'll just prove to you that I have time for whatever. The Lord will compensate me when I start hearing those words, and He's so stupid. Satan's so stupid because He still tries to get me with that, and I still turn around and I'm like, "Wow, well, Ralph, you're not you're not going to get me to not do my power." I call them my power goals. We call them our power goals. Doesn't matter whether it's mom power, man power, and girl power. We're doing it yeah. <laughs> every morning, and you're not stopping us. So there Mm
1: -hmm. anyway
3: i love that we all have that battle when he wants to separate us and keep us from doing what's going to help us most
1: yeah so true so good oh roslyn you have any final
2: thoughts i'll just share what my husband and i have started doing well it started a while ago like kelly when we recognize a thought, and it just is just so obvious, oh, that is a blatant attack. We'll call it a junior tempter. And then we do something, anything to create order, create love, or create self-mastery, just to show him. And we just say, "Aha, uh-huh, gotcha. And it's like, it just helps me feel like I have power. Mm. Claim the power, we do have power. And that's what one of the chapters in Ephesians, Paul is just telling the saints, Remember all the power God has given you. Remember your your heritage, your inheritance, and I think that's that's why our first lesson is the war between remembering and forgetting. We just need to remember who we are and the great power that's at our disposal if we'll
1: take it. Mm. Yes, and you know what? Um, that's what comes out of our warrior prayers, listeners. I think is those strategies, like just Rosalind, you sharing that. Yeah, when you know. There's a junior tempter. That was an obvious one, right? And what we do to stick it to the enemy, the signal that kind of shares with the megaphone of go play in traffic. Like you're not, you can't, you can't get us today. We're not with that. It's this create order. Do something loving or something about self-mastery. Right? Is that what you said, those three? Yeah, but I'm sure... That she and her husband came up with that because through strategizing and considering and praying, you know, toward we want to win our spiritual battles, right? So, anyway, this is just an incredible concept of turning to the Lord who's on the watchtower far above our battlefield, right? Who can tell us. Where our weak spots are, who can point out to us where some of our borders are kind of weak there, what needs to be fortified over there and and how to protect that, or maybe even something we've been so concerned about over here has made another part over here weaken like he sees that, and if we're connected with him and trying to to hear and feel and see things through a warrior's prayer he'll help us strategize how to win our spiritual battles so thanks for being with us today everybody we hope that you will hear in these coaches episodes that yeah not even us can do this alone we need each other we need a team so yeah. We train families, individuals, and groups. So we'd love for you to, to join us. LifeChangingServices.org. Underneath the support and training tab, look for coaches. All right. Have an awesome day. Thank you, ladies.
0: Thank you for listening. As you can see, we are very enlisted in what we have learned and hope to teach. If you have found today's message inspiring, please share this podcast with family and friends so others can enjoy and be edified along with us. Be sure to download the free book that holds all the core principles behind what we teach. This book is called Like Dragons, Did They Fight? You'll find a link for that free download at LikeDragonsFree. And remember, you can find all the life-changing resources, programs, and trainings needed for you and your family at LifeChangingServices.org.